Welcome to the Hot Spotting Real Estate Podcast. This is a bi-weekly podcast that talks about all things real estate with a splash of real-life topics. So tune in and let's keep it real. Hello and welcome to the Hot Spotting Real Estate Podcast. I'm Mike Tohikin and this is episode 12. And today we have a great guest. Her name is Shelby Pedroza. She is born and raised in Laverne, California, where she currently lives with her husband and two dogs. Prior to real estate, Shelby worked as a purchasing agent for her parents' construction company, and she's been in the commercial real estate industry for five years and currently serves as the vice president of ENR Property Group and is the national master broker for Kids Empire. So welcome, Shelby. How are you today? Thanks so much. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. So a couple things. Kids Empire has a very special place in my heart. And I was just there last Saturday uh, for my daughter's birthday. Um, And it's an amazing place. And, you know, after you leave there, uh, the sound of children screaming and having a great time stays in your head for about 24 hours. (laughs) <laughs> but I love the concept and it's been impressive to see how they've been rolling out. And I, I guess we have uh, you to thank for that. So before we get into that concept specifically, I wanted to just get some background on ENR Property Group and what that is and what it does. If you could kind of give us some insight on that, that'll be great. Uh, yeah, ENR is a brand new company that my partner Stefan and I formed um, just for Kids Empire. Um, I was with Kidder Matthews before, um, but I only work on Kids Empire. So it just made sense for him and I to go off on our own and kind of do our own thing um, because I office every day with Kids Empire. I only do Kids Empire deals. Uh, So it just, it made the most sense. Very cool. Let's talk a little bit about Kids Empire. Who started that concept? How's the expansion going? How many units do they have? And maybe we could get into some of their requirements too. Yeah. um, So the CEO of Kids Empire's name is Haim Albaz. He's from France. Uh, He had actually developed the concept in France first, started as Royal Kids. um, And he had has eight, well, had 80 to 100 parks um, in France. And so he came to the U.S., brought the concept over here, renamed it Kids Empire. Um, so at first it was just him and uh, my partner, Stefan. Stefan helped him open the first unit in Southgate, California. And then they started to expand the team from there. So it, it has been very successful in France um, and when they decided to bring it over here, uh, obviously they had no idea it was going to do what it's been doing. It's really incredible. 34 units open. Um, I've got 40 leases that I'm negotiating and 150 LOIs out. Wow. That's a heavy load. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're the, you, you handle them on a national uh, basis. So how are you coordinating that, you know, state to state and give us a rundown about maybe, um, the areas that they're growing in right now? Yeah. So we just hired, oh, we just brought on a territory manager. His name's uh, Ruben. He's out of Chicago and he handles the Midwest. And then we brought on another territory manager, Rob. He's out of Philadelphia. He handles the Northeast. And then we have plans to get the Southeast and the Southwest and the West going pretty quickly. So we've got brokers. I think the team is 40 brokers across 25 states. And then those territory managers, you know, have broken up into their own states. I think Rob covers eight or nine, and then um, Ruben covers, I think, eleven 
So that's made life a little bit easier because I can take those 11 states and, you know, only talk to Ruben and then take the other states and only, only talk to Rob. But then I, I'm still covering Stefan and I cover the Southeast, the Southwest and the West on our own. Um, so it just takes a lot of organization and a lot of, a lot of working. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. How do you source some of these brokers? Cause you know, I'm sure these, some of the States you haven't done business in and you're going into a state, what kind of sourcing do you do when you're sourcing a broker? Is it mostly referrals? Are you kind of just pulling up, you know, some tenant rep broker information and kind of interviewing them? You know, what's your process on that? Yeah, it's all, all relationship. We started using the RBN brokers network first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's how we sourced uh, our broker in Texas. And then we had Illinois, Chicago, Ruben. He was, he was first on the team. We sourced someone in Florida and then we started utilizing their networks. So I think it was RBN and uh, Chainlinks as well. Uh-huh. And so then, yeah, we just kind of look at their background and just let them hit the ground running and see how it goes. And we've, we've been really fortunate to have some great brokers on our team. That's awesome. So uh, for those who aren't familiar with Kids Empire, it's basically, would you call it like a family fun zone where you come in and it's like an indoor playground and there's other kind of fun stuff to do for kids. You want to give a little bit of a rundown on what the concept is and then maybe their real estate requirements for people who aren't familiar with the concept. Yeah, it's a children's indoor playground, 10 to 20,000 square feet. The playground itself is 4,000 square feet, 21 to 24 feet tall. So five levels of, you know, obstacles and they have a couple little games inside and then a toddler zone for kids and, and diapers Mm-hmm. Uh, tons of seating for the parents, um, birthday parties. It, it's it's great because you know that you're going to go in. The kids aren't going to be playing on screens, which I think is a huge thing for parents right now. And it's $15 for the whole day. You can come and go as many times as you please. The parents are free. Um, so it, it's really inexpensive. And it's a great way to get the kids uh, running around having fun without them sitting in front of a video game or begging you for, you know, a hundred dollars for tokens for yeah. some little prize. <laughs> Funny story about kids empire and myself. So when my wife was, I have uh, two daughters, five and two, but uh, when my wife was pregnant with my second daughter, we took our three-year-old to kids empire for the first time. And my three-year-old is not, adventurous very cautious when she does things so of course she loved the place but she's like daddy you're coming with me so i was up and in that thing uh for a bulk of the day um and at one point i was just so exhausted because it's you know i'm not young (laughs) and um i was kind of like sweating and Unfortunately, I was dropping like little sweat droplets and then I was like just watching kids kind of like slip on my sweat. So I'm like, I got to get out of here. So I grabbed my daughter and I'm like, we're out of here because I can't do this anymore. Kids are running into me and like I'm like wiping like sweat on them. I'm like, we're out of here. This is not a good a good look for me. So I got her and I grabbed her and we went out. We put her in the toddler area, which is really helpful, you know, for smaller kids, uh, that area, because it just kind of lets the parent you know, let them go. And it's a smaller footprint of an area to play in. And it's a little bit easier on the parents with kids who they can't climb in and out of the larger playground. Yeah. With, so, Oh, I remember my first, my first 
my first weekend with Kids Empire, Haim wanted me to go work, physically work at the park, like go be an employee. Wow. <laughs> and um, it's, it's the playground is wild. It's yeah. huge. The slides are amazing. Uh, they had me go down the power tower, which is, you know, as an adult is awful, but the kids, <laughs> the kids absolutely love it. And, and yeah, that, that large playground is really what sets us apart um, from these other concepts. Cause you'll see different, um, different concepts that come out. I think I know in Texas, there's uh, a few competitors and there's one out here, but all of them are, you know, 16 to 18 foot clear height for the spaces. And ours is 20, our requirements, 21 to 24 foot clear. So it, it is difficult. Our deals are really difficult because, you know, 75% of them require the landlord to raise the roof uh, for a portion of the space. But we always figure out how to work it into the deal. And at the end of the day, it, it really sets us apart from everyone else and it, it heightens the experience for the kids. So it's worth it. That's, uh, that's pretty interesting. So the majority of the properties that you're going into, are they grocery anchored centers or are they freestanding sites? What kind of sites are you guys looking at? We have a really wide variety. A uh, majority of the sites are existing inline spaces, usually junior anchor or sometimes broken up anchor boxes. Mm-hmm. And some of them have the height. We get really lucky with 21 foot clear. We've I've gotten 25 foot clear. So we, we will get lucky. But if not, then uh, then we've got to figure a way how to pop the roof just for that portion of the space. I, I don't know which location you've been to. I'm in, I, I'm in Woodland Hills. So I've been to Woodland Hills. Oh, um, okay. That yeah. one had the height. That one we got really yeah. lucky. Um, but if you go to like Southgate, uh, I think there's Southgate, uh, Bakersfield, Monrovia, mm-hmm. all of those had to have the roof raised. So, wow. And that's just where the, the larger playground area is in the back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's only 4,000 square feet of the space. So, and, and, you know, we and we work with the landlord and that's why, you know, the, like my part, a lot of it is, you know, not even really deal-making anymore. It's getting with the landlords and structurally helping them figure out, you know, where we can raise the roof and how we can make things work and coordinating, you know, our teams together and, you know, just making sure that we complete the deal. Cause the roof raise can be a big hurdle and yeah. we want to make sure that, you know, we get the landlords comfortable with that because we can work it into the deal and, and make it work over the, you know, over the term of the lease. Yeah. For everybody listening, I have personally not met Shelby, but I know her father very well. And um, <laughs> he's, you know, they run a construction company and I've met him through some of our clients that we still to this day represent. And he does some of their build out work for or tenant improvement work for. So with that said, how has your experience of working with him kind of benefited you now in your role uh, with, you know, as a national broker for Kids Empire? Oh, it's amazing. Um, it's funny. We we office. I can look at his office right now. We office right next to each other. Uh-huh. So I, I work I work with him every day. And even before I got into real estate, you know, he was kind of prepping me for it. Almost like he knew this was what I was going to do, you know, taking me out to nothing bunk cakes for takeoffs and making me read the LOI and look at the work letter and, you know, do things without even knowing that I was doing them and preparing for this. Um, but it's really helped knowing the construction side, because I feel like when, you know, when you get into the deals with brokers you know, nobody knows the construction side, which is fair. They don't need yeah. to. Um, but when I can provide that knowledge and be able to, you know, speak to landlords, construction departments, and, you know, be able to really get technical with our work letter language to make sure that 
know, my clients protected, it, it, it makes a big impact. Yeah. What are some of the hurdles that you're running into other than the um, height issue when it comes to the expansion for Kids Empire? Um, I mean, right now it's just really competitive. Um, you know, I see the difference across different markets. I get to, you know, take a look at all types of markets and some of them are just, you know, fully leased. I get into a ton of shopping centers that are 99% leased or, you know, have several offers on the table for one box. So it's hard to get a landlord to, you know, look at a roof raise project when they have three or four other offers. So um, we've had to come together and, you know, get creative and, um, just have more options and more deals on the table to make sure that we still get into the market that we want to be in. Yeah. And on uh, on the deal side, do you ever run into like restrictions on the use? Because I know sometimes maybe some anchors don't want specific types of uses. Have you ever run into that or is that not an issue for your use? Oh yeah. All the time. Um, we have a lot of friendly, friendly anchors that don't like us, <laughs> um, but we usually figure it out. I mean, there's always a way we either, you know, figure out a way to go across the street or, you know, I have a ton of waivers. Um, so yeah. that's usually helpful when I have a waiver in one shopping center and then I go into another market and I can show them that, you know, I've already received that waiver and they're usually uh, easier to, to give it once they see another, you know, another franchisee is given it. Yeah. And it seems, you know, I've, uh, it, it does bring a great element to a center, um, especially a center that's very family oriented or has like soft goods or, you know, grocery daily needs, even it, it, it works pretty well. And I've seen the synergy between the use and other, um, you know, other co-tenants in it. And it, it looks like it's a good fit for a lot of different centers. Oh yeah. It's great. I mean, it really, the second I walked into Southgate, you, it makes so much sense because you can go in and out as many times as you want throughout the day. So, you know, maybe somebody was going to order something online, but since they have to take their kids to kids empire, they might as well walk into the store that's physically there. And since we don't sell food, just kind of snacks, as you saw, but if you really want to eat, then you leave for lunch and it really helps the restaurants within the center. And, you know, people like entertainment. So when you're in a, you know, a mall where there's already round one or AMC, or, you know, it's just a, a nice hub of entertainment where, you know, maybe one parent can take the younger ones to kids empire and the other can take the older ones to the trampoline park or, um, you know, there's just a lot of options when you have entertainment in the middle of your daily shopping. Right. And I'm guessing, uh, COVID had a little, a little bit of an impact for you guys. Cause, um, it's, it wasn't categorized as an essential business. How did you guys navigate through that? Yeah, COVID was tough. Um, all the parks were closed. Um, but luckily for us, you know, we were across so many different markets that a bunch of states had different rules and regs, you know, so like our Texas locations weren't shut down for that long. Um, uh, while our California parks were shut down for, you know, over a year. So, um, having 10 parks in California at that time, that was really difficult. And so, I mean, we just, we pounded the pavement and just tried to find somebody that would do a deal. Uh, and we actually opened 10 locations during COVID. Wow. So we really, um, we really just put on more pressure to try and open more locations in areas that we could to kind of help with the ones that were still closed. So it, it was definitely an impact, but we made it through and um, now it's better than ever. Nice. So what's the current plan on expansion? Are there specific states that you're not in that you're going to be rolling out in? Maybe we could put that out there ahead of time. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, we are expanding like crazy in the Midwest. Um, I have a ton of leases in Indiana, um, Iowa, some more in Illinois. So the Midwest is really going to be um, expanding, but we really are trying to go anywhere and everywhere. We want to bring Kids Empire to everybody in every state, whether it's one or two or you know 20. Um, so right now the goal is 500 parks. Um, and so, yeah, we're on our way to do that. That's amazing. Yeah. And for those of you who haven't been there and you have kids, it's a definite visit. And um, we went to a birthday and um, that was also a lot of fun. So they handle that very well there too. So, well, great. What I'm going to do is we'll go ahead and put your contact information in the show notes along with uh, if, if you provide anything else that you'd like, maybe requirements, we can also put that in the show notes and how people could submit sites. So I think that'll be helpful. And now what we have is, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast, but we have a section of our podcast that's called uh, Alessandra Wants to Know. And Alessandra is my five-year-old. So we have some pre-recorded questions from her and it's well suited for an episode that we've talked about Kids Empire. So I'll go ahead and play through four pre-recorded questions just to get to know you a little bit better. Here we go. What are some of your hobbies? Ah, my hobbies. Hmm. Hobbies are tough uh, with doing Kids Empire. It's <laughs> a big hobby of mine. But um, no, I, I love to go hike and we love to go to the beach, take the dogs. Um, we're big winos, so I go up to Napa as often as I can, wine tasting. That's awesome. What kind of dogs do you have? I have a black lab and a long-haired dachshund. <laughs> a dachshund is a... The wiener dog. The wiener yeah. dog. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that sounds so familiar. Oh, how cool is that? She's great. Yeah, they're they're a hoot together. My black lab is my husband duck hunts, so she hunts with him, and then me and the dachshund cause trouble at home. Wow, that's pretty cool. Great. Here's the next question for you. Where's your favorite place to vacation? Oh, I can't remember the last time I did that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I'm probably Mexico. It's the easiest. It's quick. Yeah, that's mine too. Uh, yeah, Cabo, Cancun, either work for me. Nice. Let's hear the next one. Do you have a favorite sports team? Sports team. Um, I'm a Yankee fan, but I love baseball. So any any team that we watch uh, for with baseball, I'm pretty happy. But but uh, a Yankee fan is a you know, Rick, Rick is one too. So it's yep. a family thing. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Here's her last question. What's your favorite food? Food, Mexican for sure. Nice. Yeah. Mine, I think Mexican is like top three for me as well. It's just uh, one of my, as a kid, I loved eating Mexican food. And then as I got older, now sushi kind of Stepped in oh, that, sushi, stepped in sushi's that spot. good too. My <laughs> husband's Mexican, so I get some serious home cooked meals. Nice, <laughs> very cool. <laughs> well, great, Shelby. I really appreciate you coming on, and you know, we we definitely see the growth of Kids Empire, and uh, you're doing a great job. And we look forward to seeing more locations in our neighborhoods, and I'm sure everybody else does as well. So keep up the good work, and we appreciate you being on. And hopefully, we could connect again. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. And um, everyone can go on kidsempire.com. And if they look at locations, they can see where the next ones are opening up near them. Awesome. All right. We appreciate you. 
Thank you. Just a reminder, please take the time to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a rating and review. It's greatly appreciated. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Hot Spotting Podcast. If any listeners have any questions or topics they would like to hear on the show, or if you simply want to connect, you can email me at mike at hotspotproperties.net. Once again, thank you for listening. It's been real.